right, my friends. Hello. Welcome back. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I am just feeling so lit up in the midst of what someone may feel, you know, very overwhelmed by. Oh, I'm just, yeah, breathing through it. And with every breath, more ease is felt. And, you know, just also amazing conversations like this one. Um, I just had another one and just being in conversations like these changes everything for me. This is why I do it. This is what I do this for is to connect and be lit up and to also do the same for you so you can feel this way as well because these lives that these people that I interview, these lives that they lead are not unattainable. If you ever are looking outside, you know, one, stop comparing your life. One, we need to get out of comparison and honestly start celebrating what we see in someone else's life. Start celebrating that contrast that the reason it's in front of you is because it's possible for you, my friends. So this is just a little blurb. Uh, that I wanted to, that's just on my heart right now. I want you to want, just drop the comparison and celebrate someone's wins in someone's life because it is a reflection of what is possible for you and what you are capable of having. It is not a, you know, this or that, or this person gets this for this reason and you don't get it. You don't deserve this. It's actually completely the opposite of that. It's actually you deserve exactly that. But first, first, you need to find your worth in what is and know that you are already whole to begin with. And you don't need that external validation. You don't need that external desire to be whole. And once you become complete in this, you can then release and receive what you are meant to receive. So I just, what I'm just so inspired by <laughs> so many people that I've been interviewing lately and oh my gosh you guys there's so many I've been interviewing so many people like five a week it's insane um I'm gonna slow down (laughs) on that um a little bit because that's a lot I don't need to be doing all that but at the same time I'm just like oh I can't stop because these conversations are so beautiful And it's that awareness of what is possible for ourselves. The knowledge and the wisdom that we seek is already within, but these expanders, these people that are out in front of us doing it, you know, being the example of what's possible, really is magical to witness and when we can actually view it as magical and just be lit up and magnified and inspired everything will change inside of us so i welcome you to do that to know you know one stop comparing but two know that whatever maybe it's triggering to you or maybe I mean, triggering jealousy. It is a trigger to become jealous of something or whatever the trigger looks like for you when you witness something, 
notice within yourself, but also, oh, wow, just be inspired by how things could look. Be inspired by how things could look because I'm telling you, not a single one of these lovely beings that I've had on this podcast, and I feel like I've said this before, but I just want to reiterate it because oh my gosh, I just, I've had these other conversations with friends of how how we can get caught up in comparison. But it's such a waste of time because not a single one of these people started with, you know, this, you know, quote unquote, perfect life or this vision or the goal life, right? Not a single one of them started with that, but they had the vision, they held the vision and they are pursuing it and they lead with their hearts. It is these conversations that <sighs> made me want to have a podcast in the first place. Listening to pod- listening to conversations like this made me want to have these conversations of my own and to inspire you. So I'm just so excited for you guys to hear the lovely Courtney Noel. Oh, yeah, truly, 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 that is her name on Instagram, Earth Rhythm Womb is where you can find her on Instagram, and she is a force to be reckoned with, you guys. She is a birth doula, a womb wisdom yoni goddess, I would say, and truly vibrant in her expression in her liberation that she shows. She shows women, shows everyone (laughs) on her social media what is possible and what could potentially be triggering to our system if it's something that we hide within ourselves, you know? So I just am so excited for you to hear her, witness her, go follow her, go support her because you will not regret this. Hmm. My heart just feels really expanded and I'm I can't wait for you guys to hear what's to come too. Yeah. Lots of things are shifting and changing and looking different than, you know, I may have planned and this is another this is a little segue from the episode. But trusting the process, which is can be very challenging. I know. Trusting it all the way and leaving it up to God, leaving it up to source spirit and knowing that when we just lean back and, you know, let go of control, let go of the way we want things to work out or look like, it leaves the space, it leaves the room for what is possible. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm listening and I'm in the trust process. And I am excited for you to feel held for these future conversations, to to feel held in containers where you feel like anything you want is possible. Hmm. even in the times where you're like oh that that stickiness that 
the rigidity or the uh, mm, the cartilage that feels kind of just like wrapping around your heart. The times where it feels you know tough and it feels you know you're it's the anxiety, it's that fear of the future. When all these things start coming up, trickling in, can you breathe and can you take a step back and look at it from a different lens? Look at it from the lens from above. If you can zoom out and look at it from your angel's perspective and your guides and everyone who is looking out for you, Can you see that there could be an ultimately greater plan waiting for you? Hmm. I want you to be lit up on life. I want you to feel peace. That is my mission and you deserve it. You are worthy of witnessing and feeling that in your own life. I feel like we witness it before we experience it, which (laughs) sends trickles down my spine because it's just like that reflection you witnessing someone else in whatever experience you want to hold for your vision of life witnessing that within someone else is that remembrance of what you are capable of and what you are deserving of love you guys love you love you love you we have a little back-to-back womb and pussy de-armoring activation happening if you listen to the last episode this is the next episode and um completely um you know different ways of serving they both work in such different ways but at the same time honoring and the de-armoring that we are allowing by saying this word although it's still challenging for me i'm admitting it and i want you to just try it on for size but i'm excited for you you know to just you know we're just gonna do a back-to-back because this is how we de-armor this is how we really put it out there and yeah, just allow it to not be in that frequency we once held it in. Change the frequency, change the feeling when we hear something, and ultimately be inspired. Oh, enjoy this episode, beautiful angels. Her yoni workshops are live, and that is something she is trying to put out into the world experience that for yourself if you may i am so excited to in the future experience it for myself and at the same time also host her on my future property and have her share that wisdom with many many women so love you love you love you have a beautiful morning, evening, and enjoy this episode. Beautiful friends. Mm. Yes. See you guys.
Hi guys, I have a beautiful soul in front of me right now. Her name is Courtney Noel or Earth Rhythm Womb. Is that correct? I wanted to make sure I said it right. Yes, Earth Rhythm and Womb. (laughs) Beautiful. On Instagram, that's what you'll find her. And gosh, I've just been so expanded by so many of the things that you share and just your vulnerability and your just the way you express and everything you do is just so freeing and liberating as a woman to watch and witness. So Mm. yeah, you're just very inspiring. And I knew I had to have you on. So thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. And thank you for the sweet validation. Yeah. So I always begin my episodes with how is your heart today? Hmm. That's a good check-in. Um, physically, I feel like there's a two-part answer here. Physically, my heart space feels like it needs some extra care and love. Uh, I just was telling you, but I'm recovering from COVID and I have some underlying viral infections on top of that. So sickness really hits me when I get sick and um, I'm still feeling that like shortness of breath and just this weight on my heart space. And so it's been really interesting because every morning I wake up and my heart just feels kind of heavy and, and almost like an anxious feeling. So that's been really interesting to navigate, I guess. Um, emotionally and energetically, my heart is feeling really nourished and really excited. I'm having seven women come over this evening for a pussy gazing workshop And it's my first time offering something in that realm. So my heart is feeling excited and inspired and grateful and um, really lit up by that. That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Wow. What a fun event tonight. And I can only imagine like the impact this is going to have on these women. Yeah, definitely. I'm so excited to start hosting and sharing space in ways that maybe the average person might think is pushing a boundary. Like I really enjoy bringing to the forefront what medicine I feel needs to happen, which can tend to be like pushing the, the, uh, I guess society's level of comfort. So I'm excited to go there. Yes, We need you. We need people doing that. We need those boundaries, that growth edge, those, moments that are just like this is verging on (laughs) a little too far for our systems or we're getting uncomfortable okay yes let's meet that and go there so yeah yeah a hundred percent yeah thank you so I always dive in with my guests um before we dive into like who you are and what you're doing in the world and the magic you're creating I always want to go a little back and kind of witness your journey and more so when it comes to the inner child and this inner being that lives inside of you. Can you tell us a little bit about who you were when you were younger, that inner child essence that lives inside of you? Can you just share with the guests? Yeah, I love that question. Do you have a an age, like what age or just whatever comes, I guess? Yeah, I think whatever sticks out to you and just, yeah, just any moments. I know sometimes some parts are foggy or missing. So yeah, whatever ages just really stick out for you. Okay. 
Yeah, I asked the age question because I feel like I went through so many different chapters where the answer would be so different from me as a toddler to a preteen, et cetera. Um, but if I just think of an age of what my inner child, like my thriving inner child is the number six is coming to me. Mm. Um, and I feel like why that speaks inner child to me is because it's an age, at least for me, before a lot of conditioning and a lot of what you need to be as a woman or as a female in our society. And I was a tomboy as a little girl. Like I didn't want to play with dolls and all of my birthday themes were uh, what now we would say is just non-gender really. It it was like Scooby-Doo and SpongeBob. I hated princesses. Um, And so really going back to me as an inner child, I just see, how do I explain it? Like a fresh slate almost, like this blank slate. We're so impressionable at that age, but also so eager to learn and excited. And so some words that come to me is like, I was had a thirst for learning and expanding and knowledge. And I also love to be seen and witnessed in my expansion. Like I love to be on stage and I loved um, dancing and performing for my family members. I always was making up new dance routines and just wanted to be seen and really wanted to be validated in my expression. So I see like, yeah, I see that. And then I, with, from my adult perspective, I have a lot of appreciation for that and appreciation for that, like raw youthfulness and no judgment. The kids don't judge themselves until someone else tells them that they're doing something wrong. Totally. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, kind of just word vomit on inner child, but that's just everything that was flowing. Yeah. No, it's so good. So good. So were there moments when you were younger um, or just moments generally where you felt not as connected to your inner child? It could be current as well, but just any times in your life that you could share examples of when you felt not as connected? Yeah, definitely. Um, It's actually something that I've been really working on the last year. It's been really present. Um, And it's a hard one when you touch with that. Um, A little backstory on why that's been so present is my childhood best friend passed away a year ago. And almost exactly a year ago, like early February. And um, this past year has been this interesting journey of relearning how to connect to my inner child through myself as the focal point rather than relying on the people around me to bring out my inner child and my best friend that passed was that person for me if I was feeling lost from my inner child I would just call him or think of memories with him like he was sort of my access point to my childhood because I was best friends with him from age 10 to 25. Um, And so his passing has really sparked this journey of, okay, well, how do I access my inner child when it's just me, when I'm just by myself? And that's not been the easiest thing, but it's been really beautiful. So I would say this last year has been a huge disconnect, but a disconnect and this like reemergence in a new way. Yeah, I love that. You know, how you can, how we can stray so far at times, but then we just 
it's always there and it's always calling us back and we always get to kind of recreate the whole response and the whole experience in the now every single time it's really powerful that connection yeah and also just feeling safe to do so I think there's been many chapters in my life where I didn't feel like I was safe to express my inner child or I was maybe weighed down by depression or just stress from everyday life and so I really feel like the inner child thrives and flourishes when it has a container to do so and so it's kind of this two-part thing of creating the container and then embracing the inner child yeah absolutely so powerful thank you thank you for sharing that story as well um because I know that there are so many people that listen and people I know that have been experiencing loss last year a ton and this year too like very recently and yeah we can just completely see how it can just transform our lives in so many ways in so many powerful ways to the impact that these lives have and had in our lives to then like live for these people and like really ignite what you know what we came here to do in sort of memory and in liberation for them for their life that was lived Mm -hmm. yeah it's this like learning how to create more space to live without them but with them at the same time and and grief I could go on about it for so long because it's so dynamic and there's so many layers but it's taught me so many beautiful lessons in just the last year Beautiful. So how do you connect to your inner child these days? That's a good question. Um, hmm. Going out in nature is a huge one. I feel like that really allows me to slow down and pay attention to what my inner child needs is having that change in environment to being outside and if I am going outside with that intention, it's no phone by myself and really making a point to pay attention to my senses and my surroundings. So I feel like that's the biggest way to reconnect if I'm feeling lost. But other ways that my inner child feels held and seen is dancing and moving my body. Like I said, I really love performing and being the center of attention, like my inner child really thrives when I'm being validated by people around me. So actually dancing and posting it on my Instagram story is a practice that I used to have. And that felt really fulfilling and nourishing. Um, And doing things with intention, it doesn't really matter what it is, but if I'm slowing down enough to really intentionally approach whatever's in front of me, whether that's building a fire or playing with my dog or just going on a walk. If I slow down, I feel like my inner child really thrives in those spaces. Mm. So beautiful. Mm. Yes. I love all of those. I'm in the same boat completely nature for sure. So we're about to lead into who you are today, but maybe you can touch a little bit before that, um, where earth rhythm womb kind of came from. I mean, the movement and just all of that. Can you share that a little bit before we dive into the next subject? Yes. So 
I think I named my business a little time is so weird. I think a year and a half ago, maybe, maybe two years ago. And it came because I was really starting to undergo a rebrand of my business. I was really ready to fully step into offering events and working one-on-one with people. And so I was building my website and I was living in North Carolina at the time. And my partner came to visit me and we were just having like a brainstorm conversation and throwing out buzzwords that really felt resonant to to me and also just my brand as an entity. Like, what do I want people to feel when they think of my business and these offerings? And I was just starting to connect more to the earth and my ancestors. So that was really present for me, this grounded sense of connecting with others. So earth really, I mean, that's the most grounding sensation I can think of is just like earth medicine, this grounded root primal medicine. So earth was definitely something I wanted. And then womb, I had been working with my womb space for a really long time, healing my womb, holding space for other women with womb work. And so that was a pillar of my work. And um, I knew a lot of different Instagram handles and businesses that are really focused on, you know, earth and the womb, like it's really buzzword things that are happening right now in online spaces and in communities. And so I was like, I need something different. And Benny, my partner actually was like rhythm. Like he just, he just uh, spit out the word and that felt really resonant because of movement and my dancing and the rhythms of our cycle and of nature. and. Um, I just really liked the word. It just, it just hit. And so we kept playing around with these different buzzwords and um, we were swimming in the ocean and just thinking about it. And um, then later that day, I just said, okay, that's it. I'm going to commit. I'm going to do it. So that's kind of the energy behind the name of my business. And as I've fully stepped into it over the last two years or so, um, it's become really true that those are the three words that really sum up what I am doing. So it's perfect. Those, those visuals and yeah, those words are so beautiful and I I can feel it from your page. I can feel it from your essence. It's just, it exudes that warm, but also just flowing energy, but also just like, yeah, that womb, like, like earth and womb. I'm like, I was picturing when you were in the ocean, I just like was picturing you guys just like laying in like the womb of the ocean, like just like, mm-hmm. held. oh, it's just so beautiful. I had, I had to go there. Cause I was like, where did this come from? Where was this inspired? Cause it's so beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. And, um, transitioning into what I offer and what it is I do, it really, these words show that too, which is kind of evolved as my business has evolved, but I have been doing monthly circles, which range from, you know, a full moon circle to a pussy gazing ceremony. So there's a lot of variety in what those offerings can be, and they're always expanding. But um, I've also done embodiment movement workshops, because uh, movement is a huge part of the work that I do. And then I'm also trained in uh to be a birth and postpartum doula and have my first birth coming up this year. So that's evolving as well, which 
I'm super excited about and then uh, do one-on-one coaching right now, just with women as well. But I hope to expand with that as the future. Yeah. As the future unfolds. That's amazing. That is so exciting. I'm so excited for you. Um, especially like the doula. I'm, I'm so in awe of that work completely. So very, very special. Yeah. It's magical. How did you fall into that? How did you fall in love with that work? Where did that come from? Yeah. So about four years ago, I was in my last year of university and I was studying philosophy. And when you study philosophy, there's no direct route to a profession, right? Like it's you either go to eight years of college to be a philosopher and teach philosophy or you write a book or, you know, like it's more of a way of life rather than you do this and then become this. Mm -hmm. And so I was feeling really lost and um, hadn't started my coaching business yet. I was about to, but I was really wanting to find something that I felt passionate about and that could be a profession. And um, I think I was just following a lot of doulas on Instagram. So it was in my realm. I was aware that it was a thing. And I followed a bunch of birth accounts and always was so inspired. And would it was like the one thing that would make me cry every single time. If I saw a birth video, it was like instant heart space, instant tears. Mm-hmm. So there were some little nudges here and there throughout that year of trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um And then I don't remember the details exactly, but I think one day I just saw a training and sat with myself and said, yes. And what really is a yes for me with doula work is I love being a part of and holding space and bearing witness to life altering moments. Mm -hmm. Like I love being at those moments of the threshold of the edge of the your whole life is going to change in this one moment. Like those are so special and so powerful to be a part of, even if you're just in the room, like it's, it's just something that is so tangible and so full of magic and um, potent energy. And I just love being a part of those types of spaces. Yeah. It's, I am, I honor that work. It's, it's very special and so important, so important to have those space holders, to have those people that are in the room, making sure you feel safe and held and supported in whatever you need in those moments. It's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. I'm super excited, super grateful and just eager to see how that does unfold. Cause I'm just in the start of that Mm -hmm. chapter. So it's like this excitement of there's so, there's so much that can happen here. Yeah, so new. So who would you say you are today in this very moment? Who is Courtney today? These questions are really hard because (laughs) this one specifically, um, because my brain instantly wants to go to the label, Mm -hmm. like space holder, teacher, facilitator you know like these things that I've learned that I am through our society but that doesn't feel real like uh, it's just it's so interesting to put words to who we are because I feel like we just can't be described in words it's like 
and also I feel like I'm ever changing one day I feel like I'm this and then the whole next day it's like completely different so I feel like that's just a hard question to answer in a linear way but um who am I in this moment in this moment I feel like I'm really been embodying um the student like really wanting to learn and dial in what works for me what works and what doesn't work for me so what I pictured when you just asked the question again is me committing and sitting for my morning practice and being in ritual and really committing to that way of life like I feel like I'm in this in between where I know what works for me I know what turns me on I know what makes me happy and now it's just this gap of all right, I need to commit to this because it's worth it. Like I need to really show up and make this a part of my daily life rather than something that I'm just striving to incorporate. Yeah. Yeah. I love that answer. I love, I love seeing how people want to go about it because that's like literally the point of it. I'm like, Oh, like we're so much more than labels, but it's like, that's where you at, you're at right now. Like that's beautiful and perfect. But I, I'm like, who, who's ready to like, <laughs> go in and just like go beyond the labels, you know, like, yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a thought provoking question. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Just a quick pause and love for our sponsor Hearthstone Collective. I have been supplementing and actively using their products for a little over a month now. And I've got to tell you, I am obsessed. Hearthstone Collective is a microdosing company on a mission to help others with plant and mushroom formulas. They have products ranging from tinctures, microdosing capsules, and ceremonial grade matcha powder. I have seriously been loving the mushroom nootropic tincture and the mushroom immunity. The mushroom nootropic helps support new brain cells, brain health, mental clarity, learning ability, and memory. Made with organic lion's mane, organic reishi, organic chaga, organic cordyceps, niacin, spring water, and organic cane alcohol. This has been incredibly helpful for my workflow days, allowing me to be more mindful and ready for all that's to be done. The mushroom immunity supports immune defense, physical resilience, gut, energy, and vitality. I've noticed a huge difference in my energy levels as well as even better regularity since taking this tincture under the tongue. And you can also mix them in your favorite drink. The immunity tincture is made with spring water, organic cane alcohol, organic reishi, organic lion's mane, organic cordyceps, organic chaga, organic turkey tail, organic maitake, organic shiitake, quercetin, and vitamin C. If you are looking for more of a ceremonial experience or just a little uplift in your day, their microdosing kit contains both these tinctures as well as their Play Kana capsules for joy and bliss. This non-psychoactive plant medicine is known to improve happiness, open the heart, increase empathy, and help cope with daily stresses. Kana is a South African shrub that is known for these benefits and contains organic lion's mane, rhodiola, theobromine, vitamin B1, vitamin B2, B3, B5, B6, B7, B9, and B12 as well. Hearthstone Collective is giving the listeners of Radically Loving 15% off their products and kits. 
So not only do you receive this discount, but a portion of the proceeds from your support goes to Archangel Ancient Tree Archive, giving back to our mama earth. One of my favorite things is to share soulful businesses and soulful clean products with you guys. And this is absolutely a company, ahem, shall I say, actually a community that is doing exactly that. I'm so excited for you guys to try this beautiful medicine and share your experience with us. Use the code MOONCHILD15, that's M-O-O-N-C-H-L-D-15, to get your 15% off everything at hearthstonecollective.com. Links are in the show description. Enjoy. So before we go into a little rapid fire, the more like fast and fun side, is there a time in your life that sticks out as the most impactful? Hmm. Most impactful. Give me one second. Really? <laughs> I'm sifting through. Again, I feel like this answer could change, but um, hmm, something, this is, I'm surprised by this coming to me right now because it's not something that I would normally think of or answer. And it's not a specific moment. It's more of a theme in my life that has been impactful to, to as like a foundation of who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but a quick backstory Um, my biological mom left, like walked out when I was three years old and, uh, had a history of drug use and just didn't make the best choices when she was a young mother and, and was in jail when I was really young. And so she just left when she got out, didn't feel like she could fight for custody, et cetera. Um, and I, she wasn't in my life physically until I was 18. And the answer that just came to me, which again, I would have never thought that this is how I'd answer the question, but has been really impactful in my development is forgiveness and unconditional love towards my mother. And it comes so easy. It hasn't been something that I've had to really work through or that I've had to like, like heal and, and persevere through learning to forgive. Like it just, has been something that's unfolded throughout my life. And I feel like it's really strengthened who I am in so many other areas of my life, like being able to just approach someone who abandoned me with unconditional love and forgiveness has um, created my own relationship to the mother wound and to my womb and to being the idea of being a mother and just this, what the mother stands for in my life and that ancestral line as well of like the feminine. And so, yeah, I think it's not a specific moment, but just this journey of connecting to my mother. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Cause yeah, I mean, I mean, to just like, maybe like do like a, a theme. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I have to change that question. Cause I like that. I like like a general theme something that's been really consistent in your life. I think that's really, I mean, that is very impactful. That has impact those things that just are like constantly just sitting with you. And then that's what like ripple effects into what you end up like being like the heart for in this journey. Like this is 
these are the things that are like, oh, like, yeah, this is what I'm here to do. Cause this is, this was my journey. This is what I pushed through. This is what I persevered through and my own journey with my relationship with your body or, you know, whatever that is like, that's how you're meant to show up for other people, which is so powerful. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't how I would normally answer a question like that, but it's like, I feel like a lot of different moments in my life have been impactful. It's more these big themes where it all comes together. It's like, Oh, that's the key. Like that's what I learned from this, this, and this. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. And what a beautiful, yeah. beautiful journey and, and theme that you've been walking through. Thank you. So what lights you up? Is this the rapid questions? <laughs> I mean, as rapid as you want it to be. <laughs> okay. Um, the first word that came is pleasure, but I'm going to expand on that and say tuning into my senses. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was just eating a salad and I was like, like, let me like, just make this the most pleasurable experience ever. And it was so good. Like it tasted so good. So why wouldn't it be pleasurable? Exactly. Yeah. What are your favorite daily practices? Like the practices that you would love to be doing every single day, if you could. Amazing. So I'll just say the uh, structure of my morning routine, because that if I stuck to it, that's what I would be doing every day. But it's sitting and opening the container, whatever that looks like, and then body shape, body based practices, um, dancing, movement, and some type of grounding or earthing. So like putting my feet on the grass or my hands or just having that moment to like close my daily practices is always like coming back to the earth or coming back to like that reset of just a deep breath of like, ah, I just picture that in my hands in the earth. (laughs) And so I feel like yeah, those are my go-tos. I love it. What are you reading lately? Sorry. Reading. I knew you were going to ask this question. I don't know why. I just knew. Um, I'm reading two books right now. Um, the first one I'm reading is The Body Keeps the Score. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's a book on really diving into trauma and how it affects the body and how it stays within the body. And um it's been really fascinating to read that. It's a hard read sometimes for me. There's some triggering moments in it. So it's been a good daytime read. And then I'm also reading um, Braiding Sweetgrass, which is just, it's just a feel good, such a good book. Love. Yes, I have it on my list. The um, the Body Keeps the Score, I have that on my list. Waiting, because I have so many books that I'm reading right now. I'm like, that's on there for sure. And you're not the first one to say that on the podcast too. It's I'm, I need to read it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's worth it. It's definitely one that you gotta be committed to start. Cause there's some, there's some hard parts to digest, but it's a good read. Yeah. I feel that. And it's always nice to have like more lighthearted book on the other side. <laughs> so you can exactly use on the mood of your day or morning or night. It's yeah. I love having multiple books as well. Exactly. So what are your sun, moon and rising? Okay. So my son is Gemini. 
my moon is Sagittarius and my rising is Gemini. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my husband is a Sag moon. So is that what you said you were? Sag moon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They're, they're known to be the philosophers and adventure. And, um, I really see just like the extrovert, the thriving extrovert. So I don't know how that relates to your husband, but I feel yeah. like that's a big piece of him that I feel like like wants to be seen more, but he, he's a Libra Libra, like he's a Libra sun and the Libra uh, rising. So he's, mm-hmm. he's a little more subdued at times. Um, he's a little more quiet in that sense, but the stage is when his like fire comes out. It's, it's fun. Totally. To <laughs> yeah. I love all Sagittarius. I, they're my favorite Sagittarius, Scorpios and Gemini's. That's who I like really just feel lit the fuck up when I'm around I feel like it's the Sag and like the Aquarius that are like those like spearheads like the change makers almost like really that that's a potent energy to have inside Mm -hmm. it makes a lot of sense (laughs) yeah so do you know your numerology your life path number five Five. yeah I don't know much about it um five wow yeah if you if you have like a one line I I remember I looked it up a long time ago and it was just the google definition you know but I don't know much more other than that yeah so I'm a numerologist so like it makes so much like this makes so much sense like you're a five like wow and why you are very intriguing to me and why I am like very much like Ooh, like curious because I'm a 14 over five, which is a karmic version of the five, which is more about getting outside the box. Whereas the five actually like already is, it's a little more wild, it's fiery, it's spicy and um, just really wants to be free and expressed. And I'm like learning how to like be more like that. So that makes so much sense why I'm like, oh my gosh, like, let me like do what she's doing. (laughs) That's so fascinating. And thank you. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I feel like my true spirit self or my inner child, whatever you want to call it is this like free fiery here I am. And I think my, one of my life lessons, and you touched on this in the beginning is like constantly coming back to that and, and making sure that I'm always in alignment with that energetic feeling of that, like just heart open here. I am like, for those that are listening, I just picture my arms wide open, like chest open and sun beaming on me. Like that's just the picture that comes with me in alignment. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's so true. It's so true that the fives are so magnetic and ultimately like, like major manifestors, like when you're in alignment, it's like you cannot stop what you're meant to attract as a five. So so. That really, that really resonates for me. Um, just last night, I was talking to my partner about how I've been really dealing with some, uh, not imposter syndrome, but more like self-sabotage or just not being super on it with my manifestation and really believing that what I want and what I dream and what I desire is actualized. And it's probably my biggest shadow to work on because um, my manifestation powers are so powerful when I believe it. And so it's just, it's almost just like slap in the face because I'm the only one that's standing in my way, literally. 
and it pisses me off that I that I'm not just exactly where I want to be but that's the growth part of it I guess yeah exactly you're you're so close and it's already here so it's it's on its way to you do you know your human design oh my gosh I just um talked about this a while ago with someone and I can't remember what are the that's the like um like generator Mm -hmm. those things right yeah I'm the generator I'm pretty sure yeah yeah okay yeah I'm I could be wrong but I'm pretty positive and my um I don't know all of the things but like my uh it's sacral whatever the one where like that could be an option is is sacral I think it's like your governing thing or something yeah yeah your authority um yeah the sacral I'm pretty sure is like the inner knowing I'm pretty sure yeah that that makes sense too like you literally multiple times have said like I already knew you were gonna say that like you do have such a strong inner knowing so that would make sense if you are sacral it's so wild it it kind of scares me sometimes I was uh, getting ready for the podcast and I looked down at my book on the the shelf and I said she's gonna ask me what book I'm reading so I need to re- I need to know the names of these books that I'm reading like my brain told me and then you asked and it's like it just it blows my mind and doesn't at the same time now because it's happened my whole life it's just kind of like a chuckle from the universe yeah what a gift so powerful oh, so what color most represents you today? Red. This, yeah, this is my power color for <laughs> sure. It vacillates between this, like, I don't know, this would be like a chili pepper red or sriracha red. <laughs> um, and the more like blood maroon, like d- deep blood red. Yes, all of the wound colors. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm embodying today. Yeah, I feel that. And that's, that's what I feel. It's definitely five color for sure. That fire, the, just the, the magnetic brightness of the five is just very much like a red or like maroons and just a little sensual that five is very passionate. Yeah. Yeah. I love red and it's really been coming into my life more and more. I used to say that I loved uh, like deep purple and orange, like those autumn palette colors. And I'm really happy that I'm in this chapter of embracing the red. What is the first thing that comes to mind when you hear radically loving? So I was actually talking with my partner about this because it's the name of your podcast. And I was asking myself like, what does that mean to me? And the answer that came was how I show up for myself every day. And for me, that looks like boundaries. I'm fucking huge on boundaries, like with myself and with others. So boundary work is loving myself a hundred percent. I would say that above everything. And with that comes knowing my needs and honoring my needs. And if I can choose to do that every single day, then I've loved myself pretty good yeah so we are ever flowing people and we're always changing um but what could be in the realm of possibilities for you for the next six months to come just tell us a little bit of 
you know, what we can expect from Courtney and Earth Rhythm Womb. Ooh, I love this. Um, in the next six months, some of my dreams and what's to come. For my business, more offerings. I just want to put myself out there more and more um, and really balance the spaces of in-person and online. I, I want to do more online because of the outreach and the accessibility, um, but my heart really thrives in those in-person. So I would love, this is coming to me, which hasn't been a thought, but I would love to like travel to do a retreat or an in-person offering somewhere, like a destination offering would be amazing. That really lights me up. So that would be just so dreamy if I could do that. It's like my favorite things all in one thing. <laughs> um, and in my personal world and, and what's to come in the next six months is um, I really just want to keep educating myself, like doing more trainings, learning more again just like really aligning with what my practice and what my truth is and also um, I'm ready to expand and travel a little bit so I haven't traveled like in the last year and in the next six months I would love to go to like Mexico for a month and spend some solo time expanding in that way I love all of that and I wish you all of the love and luck to all that you are magnetizing and creating for yourself and I hope to be a part of it in the future someday hopefully as well so yeah we're just gonna put that out there as well yes I would love to connect face to face and give you the biggest hug it's always what I crave in in zoom online spaces like I'm just such a touchy like physical person so I'm just like I just want to hug you <laughs> I just want to see your face that's really me too I'm like oh, it's I, it's a dream of mine to have a little cozy corner where I can actually have people on the podcast and just like sit in front of me and like we can just like create a really nourishing like cozy bubble but for now I'm just so happy to have people on here in this different connection um but yeah in person is so special so special yeah yeah holding that vision for you too I can picture it perfectly a little cozy corner for your podcast so it, <laughs> it can happen <laughs> so where can people follow you and support you yeah so my website is www.earthrhythmwomb.com and on there there's a work with me or might be book with me I should know but on there there's a button that shows all my current offerings um so if you're looking at doing one in person or in the future doing something online that's where you would find it and then as far as social um my relationship with it is ever changing but right now instagram is the best platform and it's also at earth rhythm womb beautiful thank you so yeah. much yeah thank of you course thank you my cheeks hurt from smiling so much so <laughs> I'm, I'm like oh I need to massage my face that's gonna be my self-care today and, and have an amazing night with your beautiful circle your workshop it's gonna be I can't wait to hear about it see about it all of the things so yeah thank you so much I'm super excited it's like going from one really nourishing exciting thing to another this is my ideal day in the life you know oh that makes me so happy 
Yeah, thank you. And thank, thank you all you. for listening. Go support Courtney. Go follow her and yeah, just see all the magic that she is kind of stirring up in the world. Yeah. And yeah, just be a part of it. Be a part of her essence because it's very special to witness. Very special. All right, guys, have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. Bye.